Before we get into the conversation, I just want to give a huge shout out to the sponsors of this episode, Newzest. They're a plant-based nutrition company that believes in making good nutrition easy for everyone. Newzest produces a range of nutritional products including its clean, lean protein, a sustainable pea protein powder. Pea protein contains all nine essential amino acids that people need to support muscle health and other bodily functions. The clean lean protein variety from Newzest contains up to 21 grams of protein per serving and is a super convenient way to help you achieve your daily protein requirements. I personally love the chocolate flavor which tastes amazing in a smoothie or some overnight oats. Don't take my word for it though, head to newzest.com forward slash PBN to check out its range and use the discount code PBN20 for 20% off. It's funny because I, I really do feel like there's stigma, there's this, this stigma with veganism where it feels, people feel like vegans Dutch. like kind of look down on everyone else and it's really not that at all and it's like expensive to be a vegan and mm. it's bougie and it's about reprogramming everything that you've mm. learned and it's scary but my fans, I've seen so many of them experiment and whether it's for a day or a week or a month mm. or their whole lives, to know that I am somewhat inspiring that or mm. being a part of the inspiration for them to do that. As I always say, with me to my fans and my fans to me, the, the respect is always mutual. From a dynamic lifestyle to touring for long stretches of time, being a successful music artist comes with a great deal of responsibility and pressure. And no one knows this better than British pop star Jessie J. With multiple chart-topping songs, she needs no introduction, but both her professional and personal journeys are remarkable. Born and raised in London, she has been singing and performing professionally from a young age, starting with a role in a West End musical. She later attended the Brit School before signing a record label. Her debut album, Who You Are, was released in 2011, skyrocketing her music career and earning her six top 10 singles. In 2012, she performed at the Queen's Diamond Jubilee concert and the closing ceremony of the Summer Olympics held in London. Following that, she was also the coach on multiple series of the television show, The Voice UK and The Voice Australia. In recent years, Jessie has been more and more vocal about embracing a vegan lifestyle, a step she took initially to manage chronic pain due to fertility issues. Since then, she has been sharing her vegan cooking and inspiration with millions of followers on social media. We sat down with Jessie in early 2019 to discuss all things vegan and the resilience with which she inspires a younger generation. I know you're going to love this interview. I absolutely loved it too. It was such a pleasure to sit down with Jessie. She's so down to earth. What a great person she is. As always, if you like this episode, please don't forget to comment, like, and share. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. It really helps get the message out there. Let's get to the episode. Jessie, thank you so much for joining us on Plant Based News. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a real pleasure to finally meet you. It's been great. I've been following your career for many years and I absolutely thank love you your music. Thank you so much.
Today we're at the Lincoln Plaza, London. Yes, we and are. And you just had an amazing experience with uh, Chef Cyrus. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm basically doing a show tomorrow at Abbey Road Studio and um, with Hilton Honours I had to have an experience and um, they gave me the opportunity to cook vegan food with mm. an amazing chef, Cyrus Toddywala, who has a restaurant upstairs. And he's amazing, like, he's just opened my eyes to like new flavours mm. and I have a bag of spices that amazing. are about to get used when I get home. Amazing. And it's a special hotel, isn't it? Because it's it's, they call it a curio collection. So Hilton have created these special restaurants where they do specialist types of foods. Yes. So he prepared a vegan Indian meal for us. Yeah. Um, something that he just thought I would like based on foods that I've guessed he's seen me cook or yeah. that he knows that I like. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe he just made it up and just got it right because it was amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Hilton got um, a chef to come in and basically give me a cooking lesson. Love it. Everyone that knows me or follows me on Instagram knows that I like to cook, yeah. often late at night. Hi, I'm Jessie J and I'm here in East London at the Lincoln Plaza London to chef up some vegan food before my show with Hilton Honours at Abbey Road Studios. Let's do this. I'm Cyrus Toddywala of Mr. Toddywala's Kitchen. I'm looking forward to working with Jessie because I've heard that she's a good cook. Hi Jessie, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Excellent. So we're going to do something very, very simple today. I don't know if I've worn the right shoes. All right, you can work barefoot if you like. <laughs> right, let's, let's go, go chef. Yeah, let's go. I am so okay. ready. Well, yeah. What I need to do first is to make a puri. We need to take it back oh my God, not bad. Oh, it's because of those heels, I guess. Are you basically saying that my cutting skills are good because of my shoes? <laughs> That's Bam. it. Throw in the potatoes. I wish they did like scratch and sniff TV. It's so good. Right, lunch is served, madam. Woo! So excited to eat this. Mmm, this is so good. That might be one of the best meals I've ever had. Good for the body, good for the soul, yeah. good for your singing. Yes. Hilton Honours opened a door for me today that I don't think I would have got had I not been here. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Take this moment in because this night will never happen again. And have fun. Thank you. Forget about the price tag. Amazing. <laughs> so obviously would like to say congratulations for joining the V Gang. Thank you, yeah. V Gang. Yeah, how does it feel? I can't explain how lucky I am to have my eyes and my heart opened to a lifestyle that has improved my life immensely very mm -hmm. quickly. Mm. Yeah. And how long ago did you discover this and where did it all start? So about four years ago, I've recently, you know, kind of been open about the fact that I got told by doctors that I won't be able to have children. Capital Lecture, The Norte Show. Very special guest. She actually made it. Better late than never. Jessie J is in the first, room. Firstly, I just want to apologise because yes, on, I'm always on. early. Yep. So basically four years ago, I don't know if anyone remembers this, um, fans, people in the media, um, I went into hospital and had two surgeries and never spoke about what it was. I was, I was diagnosed with two uterus diseases. Whoa. And um, they're basically hormonal diseases. And um, very, very rare, very hard to diagnose. For any woman that suffers uh, with it, it's called adenomyosis and endometriosis. Endometriosis is very common. I've never spoken about this before, so forgive me if I get a little bit like... Oh. No, it's all good, do you think? So I was basically told that having a, having a child wouldn't be easy. You know, I had to go into hospital and have two surgeries done, and the pain that you get from adenomyosis and endometriosis, but adenomyosis is, is basically like childbirth, and it can come on at any time, and you can't prevent it. 
um, you either have to just manage the pain or you have a hysterectomy. All women and men go through fertility issues mm. and mm -hmm. it's something that's very empowering for me to talk about. And I had all these tests done and, you know, I was told to either manage the pain or, mm. you know, never be able to have the opportunity to have children. So mm. I decided to manage the pain and I went and I decided to go nat do it naturally. Mm. So four years ago, I cut out sugar from my diet. That was my first big thing to try and stop, you know, bacteria building up in my body and just to be healthy and trying to do a cleanse. And once I cut out sugar, I then started to realize how much I enjoyed food when it was good for me and it was balancing out, mm. you know, everything, my health, my energy, my moods, my sleep. And then I was like, I want to stop eating meat. And I just one day just went to the wrong term, cold turkey. Mm. Uh, cold tofu, should I say now, <laughs> I just decided to cut meat and that mm. was about two years ago. And, you know, in the beginning, there was like the odd time when I'd eat chicken or I'd have fish when I'm on the road. And it mm. took me a long time when I was touring to like really find what I could eat and how mm. I could eat and mm -hmm. how I could sustain my energy for, for the shows. So yeah, it's been about, it's been about, I'd say like a full year, but like two years was like mm. 80%. And how does your friends and family and your partner think about this? this way of eating and living? Because a lot of people are quite afraid of it. They, yeah. they worry they're gonna waste away and we're gonna become anemic and... I, yeah, I think that it, it's, very, it's very interesting and it's a really intense conversation because I guess what the average person will eat is what is put in front of us in the supermarkets, mm. in restaurants, on menus, and that's what we think we should eat. And, you know, even myself, I know that I was lazy. Mm. If you dig a little deeper and you understand that everybody is different and everybody needs different uh, protein and mm. veganism is a lifestyle, not a trend, mm -hmm. for f firstly. Amen to that. Yeah, and I feel like it's, it's scary because it's new and mm. anything new means that people have to relearn something that's often years of something that they've not had to mm. change. Mm. It's a lot easier than it feels and I, and I know that feeling because I was in that place where I was just like, I can't be vegan. like. You know, I need, I need steak, I need chicken, I need this, I need that. How can I live my life without pizza, without cheese? You know, and then I think it was a matter of me realizing that it wasn't even about food. Like being, being plant-based isn't even about food. It starts as food and then it goes deeper and it's about how you feel. And then when you feel and you stand for something and then mm. it, it becomes about animal cruelty mm. and it becomes about the, the world and global warming. And it, it escalates into this really beautiful, you end up feeling like a vessel of power that's actually improving the world mm. and not just yourself. Absolutely. So I'm gone off on a tangent. No, it's amazing. It's so true. Like people, one of the biggest reasons people go vegan is because it gives us as individuals yeah. an opportunity to feel empowered about yeah. the choices we make, the food yeah. we eat, the clothes we buy, the makeup that we wear, yeah. the fragrances that we wear, whatever. Everything has an impact and it has yeah. a knock-on effect. And I think when a lot of people do this, and that's why a lot of young people are doing it, is because they want change. They want to see change. Yeah. They want to feel that they are doing something for the world. Exactly, and for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that we can only, we can be strong if we're healthy. Mm. And by being healthy means that we have to know what we're, what we're, what we're putting into our bodies and what it's doing. Mm. You know, I've, I've always had opportunities through health issues that I've had in my life where diet has been a huge part of my medicine. Mm. Not just, I, I'm, I, I'm not, someone that just goes straight away, goes to... Pharmaceuticals. Yeah, pharmaceuticals, yeah. I would say mm. medicine, but that's the same, same word. <laughs> our minds and our, 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 are so strong. Mm. I really, like I get so passionate mm. about it. And, I, so and I get passionate about it because 
I'm not even fully there yet at my full real power of being plant-based in my lifestyle like it takes a long time as mm. I said for me it's a lifestyle so a life can't happen in two weeks mm. so and it, everybody's journey with it and process with it is different and mm. you have to be gentle on yourself and not feel bad if you fall off on you know just be gentle with yourself mm. it does take time yeah and growing up you were obviously you're from London yes and what was the food culture that you grew up around so I grew up in Essex yeah. and my school was very multicultural I grew up around so many different religions and faiths and culture and food and taste and parties and celebrations and I was very very lucky to experience Indian food African food Jamaican food West Indian food like at my front door mm. you know street parties were you bring the onion barges you know you bring the jollof you bring my mum bringing <laughs> sausage and mash <laughs> um, great vegan sausage and mash yeah now, great yeah. vegan sausage and mash now yeah. lasagna and yeah. like Italian food and so and I was lucky enough that from a young age I was performing so I'd be traveling into London and experiencing and seeing things and I'm really grateful for that because I know that that's gone towards me being open to a palette of food that's beyond as I say what the normal mean to veg yeah exactly yeah. like well, what we're we supposed to eat like fruit <laughs> no there's loads you can eat yeah because that's the battle isn't it we mm -hmm. you know when we talk about veganism to people who don't know anything about the plant-based lifestyle they have this vision of us just eating bowls of salad and yeah. everything that's green but you get vegan ice cream vegan chocolate yeah. vegan sausages and some of vegan it's better egg. than dairy ice cream yeah you know, and I'm, I'm saying this, I don't know anything. Mm. Like, that's how I do everything in life. I go into everything that I do saying, I do not know anything. Mm. I want to learn. Mm. I, like King Cook Daily on Instagram, I was messaging him this morning saying, where's the best vegan pie and mash shop in East London? Mm. And it's about knowledge and power and gaining understanding from the person that focuses on the food element of veganism or the animal cruelty or global warming. And I am, at the beginning of this journey mm. and I'm not speaking out on it because I'm doing everything I can or mm. doing everything right or probably everything that I'm eating thinking it's vegan there might be something that isn't that I need to learn isn't mm. it's about me trying to inspire a younger generation to love themselves love their bodies and love the world if like me you're passionate about purchasing products from brands who choose considerate and sustainable business practices you might want to hear about Newsest. they're the sponsor of this episode the makers of plant-based nutrition products Nuzest have a genuine care for the environment. That's why its products are made from sustainable European golden peas grown in clean, toxic-free environments in northern France. Peas are one of the most sustainable sources of plant-based proteins. They use less land and less water while putting nitrogen back into the soil. Nuzest manufacturing also has a low carbon footprint. It uses no chemicals in its protein isolation process, purifies and recycles the water it uses, and it turns all waste into biofuel. Its canisters are also 100% recyclable. Find out more about Newsest and their eco-friendly supply chain at newsest.com forward slash PBN. Veganism as a 
lifestyle or as a definition is a focus on removing the oppression and abuse of animals really that's yep. kind of what it was created by Donald Watson and the word vegan actually comes from the word vegetarian it's the middle of vegetarian taken out and those two right. letters so join together that. yeah so it's a kind of it's it's the idea of vegan vegetarianism but with the other things that cause harm removed from the center and then that's what yeah. creates vegan a lot of people come into it from from different ways from health I came in it from a health perspective seven yeah, years ago too. yeah and it and it shapes as you say it shapes and changes in time Growing up, what was your relationship with animals? Did you have any pets or cats or dogs? Mm. What was your kind of connections with them? My, I actually wish that I had a lifestyle that, is that macaroni and cheese? Imagine I just started <laughs> eating mac and cheese and it was all a liar. <laughs> I don't. I do make it's, a good vegan mac and cheese yeah, though. Yeah, great. Growing up, I wasn't around animals as much as I wish I was. Mm. Um, my nan, my granddad. It's difficult in London, yeah, isn't it? They yeah, they had dogs. I was allergic to cats, still mm. am, oh. so. That's a shame. I have to try and stay away from cats, even though I love, I love cats. Not so much as I love dogs. Yeah. But we would go to like farms and zoos and stuff. And from yeah. a very young age, and my mum said this to me recently, I didn't like animals being in cages mm. or being in a situation where I felt like this didn't feel mm. fair. Mm -hmm. I've always had a lot of empathy, sometimes almost too much to mm. a point where... It's overwhelming. It's, yeah, and yeah. so with animals, I have so much empathy. Mm. And for example, I had, a, I, have a, I had a French bulldog called Jackson and I traveled so, so much that my life at the time, he wasn't getting the lifestyle that he deserved. Mm. And now a friend of mine looks after him in LA. Your relationship and connection with your... Yeah, my relationship with, with animals has always been, I would say quite, um, and this is very honest, mm. quite separated. Mm. And actually as I've gotten older and the more that I've put myself in situations where I see animals in their natural habitat and mm. actually, like I swam with dolphins on holiday once. Mm. And I kind of looked into the dolphin, uh, dolphin's eyes and I avoid being near animals because I knew that my empathy, it was almost like I was avoiding it. Mm. Not for any reason that I you know, would want to eat the animal, but <laughs> I remember kind of swimming with dolphins going, this is a real thing. Mm. Like it has a heartbeat and like- Just like you. Like yeah. a personality and it mm. can't speak. So does that mean that I then have the power to be above it mm. or to treat, treat it as, something that isn't as magical as, as a human. Mm. And the more I experienced that, and then I went and saw, I went to um, a zoo uh, with friends on holiday once, and it was the worst experience that I've had. And that really made an impact on me. And that was like, that was the week, that was in 2012. But as I've gotten older now, I put myself in situations where I level myself with animals. It sounds really, really strange, but I've not been asked this question before. But like I recently went on a trip to Iceland mm. I just sat with these baby lambs mm. and just put, and I went to their level, not, not like, mm. a, you know, like I sat down mm. and like ha let them be the powerful one mm. with me sitting there. And I'm like, how could I eat this? Well, you're connecting with their individuality. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people, when they have meat served to them or, or flesh served to them, yeah. they don't see an animal. They see a chicken leg exactly. or a steak. Exactly. They see a meal. They see yeah. a picture in a recipe book. But, yeah. That's the thing. There's a, there's a big detachment from... Yeah. It's like when someone buys a fur jacket. Mm. You have to understand where that came from mm -hmm. for it to be in your wardrobe. Mm -hmm. And from there to here, mm. do you agree with this little middle part here? Because mm. I Most guarantee that, you, though, if you actually looked into it, mm -hmm. and that's the thing, a lot of people eat meat and do wear fur and do, you know, not subconsciously, you know, subconsciously, I guess, and not on purpose, promote animal cruelty. Mm. 
without realizing because they don't know mm. and that's why i think that these like i'm so grateful for your instagram page and your your social outlets because it's Thank educating you. people like me and anybody else that wants to be better and mm. do better i have to say i was quite surprised when you responded to my message because obviously yeah. being a public figure you have thousands and thousands or millions of people following yeah. you um, so I just know from our Instagram, I struggle to keep up with the messages. So thank you for responding. It's no, I'm, really, I run my yeah. own Instagram and I don't right. like anyone else doing it. So, right. and I feel like it just throw, not all my DMs come through and there's yeah. always the ones that I should, that mean, mean something to me always come yeah, through. Yeah. And this is the first time I'm publicly talking about yeah. it. People know, but. Yeah, sure. We saw it on your Instagram. It appeared you put vegan on your Instagram. And of course, we're always looking and keeping an eye yeah. on these things. Uh, one of our teams sent it to me and it was like, oh my God, Jessie says she's vegan. Because obviously people eat vegan and then they become vegan. Yeah. They're very different things. Yeah. Uh, we talk about being plant-based or being vegan. And the difference is plant-based is just food. Well, that's why I say that for me, it's a lifestyle that yeah. I'm trying to obtain. And yeah. it's not a diet. Yeah. It's not a cleanse. Yeah. It's not a trend thing that I'm doing yeah. for two weeks. Like It's a lifestyle that I really really want to keep mm. and so I know if I open my heart and my mind and my voice mm. that I want other people to inspire me and teach mm. me and like today that was they were like what do you want your experience to be and I was like I want more knowledge mm. on what I can cook there's a mountain of stuff yeah. up there yeah so it's incredible much. with regards food you've been yes. sharing your recipes and your yeah. cooking on your Instagram on your stories what have you have your fans responded to all that my fans at the beginning always kind of used to like joke because I'd always cook really late at night. So yeah. I'm always jet lagged and I'm yeah. always hungry and I like to cook. I've, I've got no concept of quantity <laughs> at all. Like I will always cook for 10 people. Mm -hmm. And I think that being in hospital as a kid, I was saying this to the chef upstairs, being in hospital as a kid, I never could eat what I wanted to. And I would actually stay up late. I should probably shouldn't say this, but this was years ago. They won't know who they are. <laughs> I would stay up late and the nurses would order takeaway. Mm. And so I would get to like eat different foods. And then I was like, anywhere I am, and obviously I travel constantly. I'm always everywhere in the world. I want to know how I can sustain my choice and my lifestyle as being, as being vegan mm. anywhere in the world. Because there was times where I'd go somewhere and it was just meat and cheese everywhere. Mm. And now I know that if I go to some, a shop or a supermarket everywhere I go and I buy these five things, I can make something cold in my hotel room. Mm -hmm. It's funny because I, I really do feel like there's stigma, there's this, this stigma with veganism where it feels, people feel like vegans like kind of look down on everyone else. Mm. And like, it's like this, and it's really not that at, at all. And it's like expensive to be a vegan and mm. it's bougie and, mm. you know, and I- I love that word bougie. Yeah, just straight <laughs> bougie and I'm like, it's really not. It's yeah. it's actually rice and beans aren't expensive. No, at yeah. all. You yeah. know, nearer lentils or vegetables, mm. and it's about reprogramming everything that you've mm. learned. You know, and it's scary, but my fans, I've seen so many of them experiment, and whether it's for a day or a week or a month mm. or their whole lives, mm. to know that I am somewhat inspiring that or mm. being a part of the inspiration for them mm. to do that. As I always say, with me to my fans and my fans to me, the, the respect is always mutual. Mm. And they've been great. They've been so supportive and... It's great. Yeah. And I'm sure you're inspiring them as well, as you I say. I hope so, I hope so. So, a whole food, plant-based diet, which is fruits and vegetables, nuts, legumes, seeds, yeah. uh, in an unprocessed form. When people eat like this, we've been... Uh, there's huge amounts of science and uh, studies that are now showing you can 
reverse heart disease, which yes. is a number one killer of humans on, on the planet today. Mm -hmm. You can stop and reverse type 2 diabetes. Something like half of America will be diabetic in the next few decades. You know, with this way of eating, you know, it's, it's crazy that more doctors are not talking about it, that it's not more in the mainstream. It is starting to happen that way. You're starting to see it more. Because I think, you know, we need to be a society and a culture where we see health as a gift. Yes. As, some, as, a, as a precious gift. Because, yes. you know, illness, not only does it cost our economies a lot of money, but it, it's, it's traumatic for our families yeah. and our friends and ourselves, of course. There's lots of conflicting information out there. You know, some people say eat this and not this, eat this yeah. and not this. Where do you get your knowledge from with regards like nutrition? Have you got a nutritionist or are you reading books? How, how are you gathering your knowledge? Plant Paradox was a book that I read very early on when I started to go vegan and that really helped me understand where food comes from, like where it began. Um, and that was a really massive educational book for me to like start my journey. And then there's just been... For me, it's been blogs and Instagram pages and people that I've mm -hmm. met. Mm -hmm. I'm very, very lucky that I meet a variety of people everywhere I go. And I actually went on holiday and I met this nutritionist um, and she was the one that told me to cut out sugar. Mm -hmm. And then I came back to uh, the UK and I went to see another nutritionist that deals with Plant, a plant, plant based diet being, doing exactly what you've just spoken mm, about. Mm. I was diagnosed with a heart disease when I was nine. Mm. So um, I have Wolf Parkinson White, as does my dad and my granddad who died four years ago. And so when you're young and you experience, like for you just said that mm. you went vegan because of health issues, when you're put in a situation that you don't choose, mm. it's, like, it's almost like I'm grateful to be ill. Mm because I don't think I would actually be as healthy as I am now as if mm. I wasn't, because I wouldn't have abused my body mm -hmm. in a way that I see other people that don't have kind of early stages issues when they're younger that aren't their mm. fault, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. It does. I know what I'm saying, it does <laughs> kind of make sense in my well, mind. Well, you, you, you cherish your health a lot more, I think, because you don't yeah. take it for granted, because you've, yeah. you've, you've experienced illness. Well, you don't do to your body yeah. what you already have. Mm -hmm. It's not self-inflicted. Mm -hmm. It's something that you're born with or that's, that you just have, mm. so... I think doctors are scared to talk about it because it exposes something that gives the patient the power. Mm. As I say, there's there's a whole political there element is. to it. We could talk for hours about the yeah, power of medicine. Yeah, and it, you know, but I just wish that I just mm. I try and I try and inspire people in the in the softest way, which mm. is I cook for people. Mm. It's the best way, especially I, baked goods. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, ba yeah, baked goods, hundred percent. But vegan, like vegan mac and cheese, I've mm. served that to like my friends that mm. would be like, ooh, I don't like vegan food, mm. and told them afterwards. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no way. And I think that's been my, my personal <laughs> power is that I can back up what I'm saying with mm. food. Mm -hmm. And I think people would sit and talk about veganism and they understand it, but then they don't know where to go and get the food. Mm. And I think that a lot of people really underestimate how special and magical and powerful they are. Mm. Agreed, yeah. And people are afraid of missing out, aren't they? Afraid of losing those dishes and those meals that yeah. they always have and have yeah. all the time. Um, you know, those breakfasts with grandma or those you know, birthdays with, you know, their parents. Yeah, I mean, the one conversation I have the most is, well, what do you eat for breakfast if you don't have pancakes, eggs and bacon? And I'm like, I eat for, I don't eat for gluttony anymore. I eat to eat, to eat, eat well. I eat yeah. for health. Mm. So if I wake up and I want to go, I'm going to have some hummus, some spinach, some cashews, some dates, an orange, 
and some slices of vegan mm-hmm. like meat, mm-hmm. that's what I'll have. But you could have vegan pancakes, you exactly. could have vegan bacon. Yeah, and you, you can, can have, have vegan eggs. You could have vegan eggs. Scrambled tofu is my yeah. favorite thing in the morning. Yeah. And that's healthier choice. That's more a whole food rather than these yeah. processed foods. Because yeah. I think there is a perception that vegan food can be expensive and it's a bit junky, you know, a yeah. bit junk food. And that is true. Like seven years ago when I went vegan, there was nothing. There was right. no like junk foods or anything. Now there's almost too much. Yeah. You know, there was nothing on the internet. The only thing on the internet, I think, was PETA, you know, the yeah. charity and, yeah. and, and blogs that were more like a cry for help than anything else. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because it was a panic. Yeah. You know, I think that that's the thing is that being vegan and global woman and everything mm, that mm-hmm. it falls underneath it, it was panic. And I think now people are realizing that instead of going here, people are going here and going mm. up mm-hmm. and going, let's start from the base, from the beginning. Like when you wake up, what are you putting into your body? Mm. Because what you put into your body affects your mind and mm. your thoughts. Your thoughts become your character and your character mm. become your actions. Absolutely. Since I've been vegan, I'm softer, I'm calmer, mm. I'm less anxious, I feel more peaceful. Mm. I'm happier. So you're on a on a show, The Voice Kids, yes. uh, and with Will I Am, who's also vegan as well. Yes. What's it like being on a show with another vegan who's it's, super passionate? Yeah, me, and outspoken. Me, yeah, me and Will have been friends for years. You know, I've known him for like almost over ten years now, and we did the first season eight years ago, which mm. always blows my mind when I think about it. Um, and he went vegan recently, and I saw him change for, for like so dramatically. He's level a, 10 vegan, Yeah, isn't it's he? like, yeah, he's like... <laughs> he wears it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he loves it. And like, again, it's because he's proud and it makes you feel strong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, he inspires me to be more outspoken about it. But mm. I'm still finding my feet. And I, I'm, mm. I've learned in my life to get connected with something in a personal way before I feel like I'm giving it, mm-hmm. you know, outwardly. Yeah. So this is, this is a great thing for me to do. It's, it's a, like a step. But no, being on set with him, it's great because like when, when we have snacks, like they bring snacks to the chairs in between shots because we're in the shots for, the shares for hours. Mm. And I'll be like, what have you got? And he's like, what have you got? And we like share <laughs> snacks. Amazing. And I'll cook food and bring it and he'll have some at lunch mm. break. Mm. And yeah, so Amazing. it's great. And I got him a vegan cake for his birthday oh, recently. Wow. Yeah, he's so outspoken. It's hilarious. We love it. Yeah. It's brilliant. Before I let you go, um, if you were stranded on a desert island and all you had was a pig for a friend, (laughs) but you had one vegan dish, one music album and one book, what would you take with you? One album. One music album. Soul Weekender. Okay. Totally random, but that's what I would want to listen to because it's varied. One book, probably an empty book so I could write what was going on and what had happened. Mm -hmm because I need to write something down. I think if I was stranded, I'd want to make a diary as opposed to consuming something else. Mm-hmm. And what was the other one? A vegan dish, one oh, vegan, vegan dish. dish. That, that's all you could eat I could always have. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Some sort of curry with rice and a mm-hmm. salad. Nice. Like just keep it simple, but like, can I change the curry every day or is it? You can, it's an island, so there's loads of like- Okay, so I'll have like plantain curry yeah. or like chickpea yeah. curry or- yeah. Amazing. Butternut squash. Great choice. Thank oh, you yeah. for joining us on Plant Based so News. Much. It's been a real pleasure to meet you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. And seriously, thank you. Like, thank you for being such an incredible platform for thank people to be educated and like learn and be inspired. Like, I am. This is me as like like a human like a human being. Mm. You know what I mean? That's like on my platform, it, yeah. it's nice like to be able to put this as Jesse J. But like, yeah. For me, in my life, like being vegan has changed my life dramatically and my health. Mm. And I'm just so grateful for anybody that gives their life to help other people change theirs. Thanks again to Newsast who kindly sponsored this episode. 
If you're on the hunt for a pea protein to boost your daily protein intake or to optimize your health, I'd definitely recommend checking out their products. Have a browse at newzest.com and don't forget to use the discount code PBN20 to get 20% off.